This episode of Smoke Screen Podcast is brought to you by Creative Designs and More. That's Creative Designs, the letter N, more. Check out Wanda at Creative Designs and More on Facebook or check out her TikTok at C-S-E-E, Wanda, W-A-N-D-A, and the letter B. That's C-Wanda B on TikTok. I'm going to tell you, football season is here. Football season is here. You want your party looking right? You want your tailgate looking right? Hit up Wanda at Creative Designs and More. We'll come to you, set you straight, or we'll ship you to you and set you right, man. Hit us up. Hit Wanda up at Creative Designs and more, and we'll promise you we'll get you straight, and we'll get it to you in a timely manner. Hit her up, see Wanda B on TikTok, or Creative Designs and more on Facebook. And now let's get ready for this episode. Feel like the chosen one. You niggas ain't been in it. My shit more like LeBron. Different past number one. But if I run a marathon, ready or not, here I come. You can't hide. I said I'm used to hard times, but every time a nigga knew to improvise, watch the fruit of my labor. Every day I'm swine flies. Never see my mama crying till my grandmama died. I tell her look up in the sky. If I don't make it to the top, well, goddamn, I ain't tried, nigga, word to the wise. A couple years ago, I'm flipping burgers, dropping fries. Now, I'm painting these pictures so vivid, the canvas still dripping. Only Trump, we acknowledge the one I seen on Vixen. You gotta trust your vision, don't really care about opinions from these internet critics. I'm too focused on winning, just to say that we did it. Thinking who gon' clap for me, all I'm hearing is crickets. You gotta keep your grass cut, cause them snakes hissing. Thinking them was your homies, but they really some bitches. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to another great episode of Smoke Screen Podcast. It's your partner, 91 Smoke, here on this beautiful, beautiful, beautiful Monday morning, August the 15th, man. As you can see from the title, as you can see from the artwork that I dropped, that I've been dropping all weekend, man. Oh, man, I got a good one for you today. I got a good one for you, man. I got my partner, Tarif Knockout, on today, man. Some of y'all know him as Tarif Knockout, the rapper. Some of y'all know him as the pusher for the white numbers for Florida State. Boo, boo, boo. Make sure you check out Aftermath Podcast coming back to you, me and T. Some of y'all know him about Florida State, man. But um, I know Tarif, man, from being the man to shut down the gym down there at Lincoln High School, man. Um. I'm going to tell you, bro, Tarif got a, a jump shot, bro, got a three, got a shot out of this world, bro. He used to shut it down at Lincoln, man. Uh, we'll, be in a, we'll be in the locker room. You can hear the, as we getting out of practice, you can just hear the gym going crazy, screaming, because this brother putting on the show out there, man. Him and uh, BJ putting out, putting on the show out there, man. Um, I'm going to tell you, bro, uh, bro, bro's a good dude, dog. Bro's a good dude, man. He's a great follow. Follow him on uh Twitter, Tarif Knockout on IG, Tarif Knockout, T A R E E F K N O C K O U T. What I'm spelling it for? You can see it from the title and stuff, man. But Tarif Knockout, man. I'm gonna tell you his 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 tweets, man. His posts, they so motivational, man. They so so motivational, bro. Um, I'm gonna tell you, bro. I've been following bro heavy red heavy heavy this past like year bro this past this twenty twenty two I've been following bro heavy man um just following what he tweet dog cause I respect him man I got so much respect for Tarif dog I tell him in the episode man I I I use how he moved around Tallahassee I use that right I I mirror I try to mirror that how bro moved around I try to mirror that dog you will always see bro somewhere. 
right? With just not people that look like us. We talk about an episode. He go to other people's side of town. He go there. He go here. That's what I respect about bro, man. Being fluid, dog. Any glass you put him in, he gonna feel it. And that's why I got respect for bro. Nothing but respect for bro, man. Nothing but respect for him, man. So I got Tarif Knockout on today. We talk about everything, dog. Football, man. Um, his musical journey, man. Sports, dog. Just sports and man, just everything, bro. It's everything, man. I really appreciate. Oh, one thing we did talk about was Nipsey Hussle, and I'm gonna tell you how. Just, bro. You can you can tell when people on one accord. When stuff happened, man, um, you can tell when people don't want to court. Me and him talked about Nipsey Hussle, right? Bruh had an all money in. If you look at the YouTube video um, I released, um, but you can also watch this on YouTube too, the interview. But bruh had an all money in flag um, above his head in the interview, dog. Um, I did not know Nipsey Hussle's birthday is August 15th. I didn't know that, bro. I didn't know that. Also, we recorded this last Tuesday. I believe last Tuesday, I believe. Um, I'm gonna tell you, man. We recorded this on last Tuesday. It was like Tuesday for last, something like that. Wednesday for last, two weeks ago, right? Um, and I'm gonna tell you, dog. Nipsey, uh, Nipsey's gonna have a star named after him. Um, he's gonna have a star with his uh name on it, uh, on out there in Hollywood this week, man. Um, he's getting that actually today, I think. Uh, Monday, dog. Um, or this sometime this week, bro. I'm gonna tell you, dog. That's when people on one accord. You know what I'm saying? Always knocking on wood, dog. That's when people don't want to court, man. Things like that happen. You know, you can't stop it. You can't stop it from happening. It's already destined to happen, dog. But that's when people don't want to court, bro. So, um, Tarif, man, I appreciate you always, bro. I always tell you, dog. I appreciate you, man. You motivation to me, dog. Um, I'm telling you, man, that Fruits of My Labor, dog. Me and T love that song, dog. We played it on Aftermath a couple times, man. Um, well, at least I know at least once, and I done played it on here once. I played it today again, as you can hear. Um, but uh, Tarif, bro, I appreciate you one more time, bro. I appreciate you, dog. That's Brandon to you, man. I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you, dog. Um, but man, that's uh, I got a great episode for you today, dog. Me and Tarif knockout kicking it, dog. Um, I appreciate you one more time. I got to say it again, dog. Appreciate you, man. Um, then uh, I got man. I tell you, dog, Jeremy Matlow coming on this week too. So pay attention to that one too, Jeremy Matlow. This week, um, Sean Shaw, um, representative Sean Shaw is gonna come on this uh week. I will be releasing that one probably next couple days next week. Um, I got Tallahassee Entertainment I'll be interviewing Andrew this Saturday on the twentieth. Um, uh, well, he's knocking on wood with Tallahassee Entertainment. I'm a big film company up here in Tallahassee. Um, I got some great episodes for you, dog, and some in the works, man, that's coming. And then some I'm already been writing. My notes down, so um, in my my docket down. So if I'm coming to you by the episode, dog, I done already got the notes written, dog. Let's just go ahead and record this, man. Let's go ahead and put this on wax, dog. I got none but love for all the people that I'm bringing on, man. None but love. If I I'm getting you on, dog, it's none but love for you, bro. None but love, man. And I'm I'm at your disposal from now on, bro. You come on here, I got you forever, dog. It's Smoke Screen Podcast, man. I appreciate y'all for rocking with me. Hey, man, keep putting the word out, man. Keep putting the good word out, dog. I'm going to keep dropping these episodes. I told you. I told you. I told you. You don't plant your seeds while you're in the season. You got to get out there and, and plow that land and get that land nice and right for when that season come, man. I told you that back in March, April. I told you that, dog. I told you that, man. Just pay attention, dog. Pay attention sometimes. Love y'all, man. Smoke Screen Podcast, dog. I'll catch y'all 
Hey, man, I catch y'all later on this week, man. You'll hear from me later on this week, dog. Jeremy Matlow coming on to talk that talk by Leon County, Commissioner Race, and other races around Leon County, man. Hey, he talked that talk, too. So stay tuned for it, man. Appreciate y'all once again, man. Smoke Screen Podcast. It's your partner, Brandon, man. It's your partner, Brandon. We family, man. Y'all been rocking with me for two years, or two and a half years, though. Two and a half years y'all been rocking with me. Over 100 episodes I done dropped. Five, over 5,000 listens. Keep spreading the word, man. Keep spreading the word about smoke screen, bro. I promise you. I got you, man. That's from Brandon to you, man. I got you, man. Love y'all, man. Catch y'all on the other side, dog. We got a great episode, me and Tarif. One more time before I get off Tarif, man. I appreciate you, bro. I appreciate you, man. The marathon continues, dog. Let's go. Got a lot of the shit like this, nigga. And I ain't even said it or wrote it yet. I just feel it, you know? Yeah. Overtime, cause I ain't have a mic. I was in that Chevy. Yeah. Overtime, cause I ain't have a mic. I was in that Chevy playing Savage Life. Niggas looking like I had it wrong. Now the niggas know I had it right. They don't know about the sleepless nights. Them looking for a reason, nice. They said six degrees of life. Opportunity, preparation, they meet us nice. You see me up in Neiman's, right? My chain and my pinky bright. I valet in Mercedes Benz. Looking like somebody that people like. Can't but help to think how fake it is This world and this music biz I just want all of this paper though So maybe I can try and change the shit Maybe me, I'm too ambitious Or maybe this a new dimension Maybe them ain't too religious Maybe they judge my intentions So welcome back, man. Welcome back. Like I said in the intro, man, like y'all can see from the title of the episode, if you're watching on YouTube, man, I appreciate you. I got Tarif Knockout, man. Tarif, man, I already did an introduction. I like to let my guests uh, give a little introduction from themselves. If you want to go ahead and give an introduction, your introduction for yourself. Hi, yes, sir. Yo, yo, it's your boy Tarif Knockout, representing Tallahassee Worldwide. We out here. Smoke Screen Podcast. What up? Yeah, What's good, bro? Yeah, appreciate it, man. What you been up to today, though? How your day was? <laughs> bro, life is crazy right now, but, you know, it's a beautiful struggle, man. But it's all good. Um, just uh, I, I just left the gym, so I was working out, you know, before that. So I, I was running home a little little later than usual, bro. There's, there's traffic in the city, it can get a little hectic, man, with the rain. But other than that, bro, it's all good, man. How, how things with you? Man, cooler, man, cooler, dog. I seen you working out the other day, man. I was gonna, I was gonna uh, <laughs> write you on that. Ask you them, um, so them, them boxes, like them weights that you was lifting. Yeah. Them joints. Yeah. Them joints heavy like that. Yeah, they come in like three sizes. They got like the small, medium, and large. So they got like a little bar in the middle. Um. But yeah, I don't, I don't even know what they call that, bro. We were just doing like some pressing. That was in the middle of the workout, so by that point, I'm already hella tired because 
you it's 45 minutes and it's non-stop. So yeah. Yeah, it's, it's definitely like, good, man. It's like CrossFit or anything? Uh more, yeah, like hit training, yeah, yeah, yeah. F forty five. Yeah, um, yeah, they they do good work, man. So I, I've been going there almost two months now. So I, I can definitely feel the difference, you know, just mentally and you know, physically, you know, that that's important too. You know, to have your your mind sharp, you know, physically you want to feel good as well. So, you know, I was just trying to, you know, alter some things in my life as I as I continue to progress. So that that was something I wanted to do. Yeah, bro. I've been um, you know, Kevin Gates and there's a lot of uh rappers that's getting into the, the healthy side and and really putting out and getting away with it was a lot of drugs and stuff. They really pushing pushing it away and getting to the healthy side of how how important is that for your game on the uh, on the stage? That's important to me, just you know, having the lyrical endurance and you know, eventually, you know, getting on the road and touring, you know, you got to, that can take a toll on your body. You're going, you know, you're hitting 30 cities in X amount of days or, you know, doing like that. So, like, you know, eating right, working out, it's important. So, I I feel the difference in me personally, you know, haven't got to that yet where, you know, we touring and hitting the road constantly, but just preparing myself for that moment, um, you know, where, you know, that come out, you know, so it's just you know, you just got to make sure you're doing everything you can to stay on top of your game um, and as well as on the music side. So I just, you know, I just be striving for greatness, dog. Always, man, always. Yeah. But, uh, but bro, what was young Tarif into? Uh, man, I was into a lot of things, bro. <laughs> uh, you know, mainly sports, you know, cartoons, you know, drawing, you know, I picked up drawing early on. So I always had like that artistic side of me. I, I could sit in front of a TV. And, and draw certain cartoons and, and things, you know, that you know, my mom and dad, like, they tell me back then, I was just, like, drawing at that age. So it's always been that creative side, you know. But, you know, I, I fell in love with, with sports, you know, like, man, I'm playing football growing up, you know, playing basketball, baseball, and I did all three. Um, so, yeah, that was that was always a passion of mine. You know, music just kind of came along later on um, for me, you know, naturally. But, you know, sports was always – the number one, brother. I I know you as the basketball star, but you played football too. <laughs> I, yeah, up until like eighth grade, yeah, I was quarterback. Uh, up in middle school, and then like even like running back, like flag football, and, you know, everything like that. But yeah, man, um, I played them all, bro. So, so I probably should have just played football. So, a lot of people. I mean, I was like, I was hella fast, so. You know, just having like that speed, but I know I could have like did some things out there. You know, especially at Lincoln. Nah, dog, nah, you, <laughs> you the basketball man. That's all. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Bro, man, Lincoln, man. You want to talk Word. about it real quick, man? About them days at Lincoln, just just balling, dog. You and BJ shutting down the, the gym, man. Shutting. Yeah, down. yes. Uh, shout out, shout out, my homie. Yeah, bro, that was um, that was just a, a great time, bro, and um, you know, something that. And I think about, you know, from time to time and just, you know, that, you know, what that moment meant, you know, just to me and to my family and, and everything and just that whole experience, you know, just out there hooping and, you know, getting the accolades and the credentials, you know, seeing your name, you know, in the, in the paper and getting like news articles and all that type stuff, being on the news. So it was dope. But, um, but yeah, man, I, I loved it. And it was a, you know, it was a great time. <laughs> so yeah, for sure, man, definitely enjoyed that. You still get out there and hoop sometimes? Shit, bro, I ain't hooped in a minute. Um, 
maybe I mean I'm I'm in better shape now, so I I probably can, but I ain't picked up a ball in like like two three years like that, where I'm just like you know up and down the court. Um, I coached on a, a team with my homie Outlaw Beats. We we coached on a team before the pandemic. Um, that's when over at Jack McLean. So that was my first time like really in it coaching and you know trying to raise up the youth. I think it was like eight to ten year olds. So you know, just trying to give back to the community in that way, you know, and seeing, you know, seeing how these kids react, um, you know, to, you know, to wins and losses, bro. It's, just, it's like at an early age you got to teach them, like, hey, man, you're not always gonna win in life. And I mean, that's just how it is. So sports, sports correlate to life, you know. Just from that standpoint, you got to look at, it, you know, having a team, you know, individually, what you can do to improve, you know, having you know, certain people around you. Um, that can have an impact on your life. Sometimes you're going to win. Sometimes you're going to lose. You can go and win the streets. You can go and lose the streets. But it's just it's how you bounce back and how you prevail after that. And, you know, that's what made champions. Oh, man. That's, that's good because, you know, a lot of people, you know, coaching, you think coach, you're supposed to coach the technique and everything with it, but also taking on that, that adversity about winning and losing, dog, and being able to bo- take both on the chin. And, and keep keep your stride with it all, dog. How, like, bro, bro, like, how hard is that for you? My bad, him, my damn Oculus. But how hard is that for you, dog? Oh, it's, as far as like, with adversity, like, like, yeah, adversity, your stride, keeping your stride through it. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, it's it's important, and it, I mean, it's gonna be ups and downs, just in general. You know, just just from what I've seen over, you know, over the grind for me, you know, it'd be moments where you just you really feel like you in a groove. And then it slowed down a little bit. So it's just, you know, trusting your pace, you know, on the, on the grind, you know, on your race, man. It's just, you got to just stay steady. And, uh, you know, sometimes it ain't going to always be like, you know, fast pace where it's like, all right, things booming. It's just like, all right, you know, we got bounced back, caught this L, you know. So a lot of people see it like that. Like, oh, like this nigga out here, like really winning. And, um, you know, but behind the scenes, it's, it's a lot of L's that take place with that too. And you just got to, take them on the chin and just be like, all right, you know, that's cool, but, you know, keep your head up and then bounce back. You know, it's just part of life. And, you know, I'm seeing that, you know, unfold just right now. <laughs> so it's like you got to really just, you know, figure some things out. It just, it just build character. It's just part of the story. Um, and, you know, ain't no, ain't no, like, no kind of secret to, to the success, sort of say, like everybody got their own different way of how how they make it. But you got to have some struggle in there. You got to have it ain't just clear cut like boom a point A to B. Like nah, it's a lot. It's a lot to get to B. Um, but it, it is what you want to do, what you put into it. So I, I just feel you got to just pace yourself along that journey. Yeah, bro. But when when did Jared meet Tarif? When did when did you become Tarif, dog, and start your rap career? Um, I, I would say like around like 2009, um, like I was at TCC and everything and, um, you know, just, just trying to figure life out. And I mean, I've always loved like hip hop, you know, I love music and just where I was at, you know, I was at a crossroad, you know, working at, you know, finish line and everything. I ended up working at McDonald's, um, while I had, was trying to get back on at finish line. So I met I met my homie Merkel Mike there. And at that time it was like, yeah, you know, you you meet, you know, you meet certain people and you you feel like, you know, 
like then it was like a deja vu type moment. So um, so when I met the homie, I uh, we you know we chopped it up and like just had that instant connection, you know, just with with hip hop and rap and everything. So we would just be rapping on the shift, <laughs> like flip making sandwiches, all that, bro. Just you know rapping. He's like, bro, you gotta come to my studio. So I was like, all right, cool. So like you know went to the crib. And um, so yeah, that's when I just really started like recording, like just knocking out tracks. And uh, and, and Merck was like, he's like, bro, he, he said you, you killing these tracks, you knocking them out. He said, I'm gonna call you KO. I was like, word. I was like, that's dope. So you know, it gave me, it gave me that that alter ego sort of say, like, all right, you know, I can I can be myself, but I can also you know be I can step into this character and, and still be myself, you know, and true to that. And um, so like with with KO. It was just too generic, so you know I would look on Google. I looked on Google at the time, just like it might be twenty, like around the same time. I was like, nah, you look that up, you know, it's it's gonna populate just too many KOs or, or whatever. It won't be it won't be something that stand out. So I needed something that was gonna stand out that people gonna remember and like, okay, that's different or what? You know, let me see what he's talking about. So then I, I added Tarif later on uh, as, as Arabic, you know, being Muslim. So um, you know, it mean rare and uncommon. So um. I felt that was my style to to the rap game. You know, what I'm bringing is something rare. It's, un, it's uncommon to what people have seen or, or come before. So, you know, that that's the legacy. That's the goal in mind. Anytime I I step into, I step on the mic or when I perform, it's like, all right, this, you know, I'm going to try to leave it all out here. So, like, they, they remember, you know, who Tarif Knockout is. Yeah, bro, you, you um, I, I watched a couple of your shows. Uh, I was at the FAMU um when you was at Homecoming. And, oh yeah, yeah, it was over there. Yeah. Yeah. So you you said rare, and um, you don't have a lot of props and stuff when when you go out there. A lot some rappers I see come out with props and stuff. You just come out there and give the people the performance, though. How important is that to you? Just give that performance. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It, I mean, it's it's very important to me as it's the artistry that come with it. You got you got a lot of niggas that rap. And then you got artists. Like I don't, I don't consider myself a rapper. I consider myself a hip hop artist. Like it's the, it's the artistry, it's the craft. That's part of the craftsmanship. Um, you know, anybody can go in the in the studio and record the song, but you know, people gonna remember the performance. So, I I pride myself in that. Like hours, like you know, just just getting it in, just from behind the scenes. So when people see the finished product when I'm performing, it's like damn, like. Like bro, them really took some leaps and bounds. So it's like every time I put out a new project or a new song, like that's that's the growth that you see. That's that's the that's the grind within itself. So I, I've seen my live shows improve over the years just by putting in the time. And that's really that's really what not how I separate myself. So I definitely take pride in that. It's, it's very important to me performing live and and leaving leaving my mark on people that way because if you you put on a dope performance then a person leaving that show nine times out of ten they're gonna go right back and play your music with that and i i experienced that myself just last week when i saw kendrick live and you know he's, he's one of my favorites and you know um you know somebody i look to for inspiration as well just just from the greatness that he presents and seeing him live compared to hearing him it's a totally different experience it's like wow like like this is wild i mean it, and that's the bar that's the standard you know he's he set that he set that bar for himself so you know it's like all right you see that it's just like kobe when he was watching jordan 
you know, Jordan set that bar, set that standard, but that ain't stopped Kobe from saying he can't get that too. And I, I feel the same way with it. It's like, all right, that's the standard. Like, but I can get there, just keep, I got to keep putting in the work. So at that concert, you was just like sitting there, because I know like when I watch like podcasts, I sit there and kind of take notes and mental notes of how like they, they operate. You were sitting there kind of taking, you was vibing to the music, but also mentally taking notes. Uh, all right, that's how oh, you- yeah, yeah, most definitely. Like, I mean, you're just looking at it because cause he's he set the bar for himself at the end. Like, any, any of them guys, you know what I mean? Like, Cole, you know, Drake, um, you know, Kendrick, you know, anybody on that level that's that's achieved that much success and and greatness within their craft, within the craft, you're looking at it. So I'm taking the mental notes. I'm enjoying it. But a lot of times I wasn't even reporting. I was just enjoying the moment because – I'm just really appreciating the art for what it is. Like he, a, he's a true artist. So it, it was beautiful to me to see that. And um, I just know, and like going away from that, like I'm saying, as soon as I left, like I put back on Mr. Morale. Cause I'm like, damn, like I just heard these songs, but it hit totally different seeing it live and seeing the impact that it have on the crowd and everybody that's looking. So I'm, I'm looking at all that, like, like, damn, like this is wild. Like, Cause it, it's, I mean, he started the same way, you know. It, he, I don't think in, in a million years he imagined it would come to that, but he knew like, all right, you know, if I keep, if I keep going along this path, like something gonna eventually happen, where it's gonna be like, all right, this this caught on, and people, people can relate, and I just like, all right, you know, all these Kendrick fans, you know, I feel like my music kind of fits right into that niche, so I'm like, all right, these could be all potential fans, maybe not all of them. But it's 17, 18,000 people in here. Like, shit, I just need half of them <laughs> right now. Like, let's, let's go. So, yeah. Right. It, was, it was very dope, bro. That, that, that's true, dog. Because, uh, like, I, I, when you said um, about the, you get the people vibing to your music, they go back and listen in the car. You know, that's when people think, oh, that person just opening up for that person. But, shoot, somebody in the audience got to go back home. They got to get in their car tonight. And they already yeah. know that person that they vibe to the music, the main performer. But who that opening dude was? He was pretty straight. I ain't heard all his songs. Let me go vibe to his music real quick, dog. And I, I, yeah. I, I'm, jumping, I'm jumping around, bro. It all tie in from the docket. But you, uh, nah, you good? You good? You take, a, you, take uh, a, you take advantage. That's one one thing I respect about you. You take advantage of the opportunities that come to Tallahassee. You come back and you come take advantage of the. The concerts, though, how good is that uh, opening up and taking advantage of that in the different venues you've done around the city? And you, man, I didn't know it was an underground, <clears throat> like, rap scene like that until I started listening to your music, really, in Tallahassee. I, I ain't know. And then uh, Enigma September, uh, E, shout out to yeah. E, man. Yeah, 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 shout out to uh, working at him, Working with him at Revenue um, kind of put me on, like, though, I didn't know it was an underground, like, scene like that as far as rap music. I thought Miami had it, but I knew Miami had it with underground radio. But Tallahassee has a, a yeah. big underground music, man. How how important is that? Are you taking advantage? Y'all can just talk about some of the advantages uh and the opportunities that's come from doing that, doing shows around Tallahassee. Yeah, for sure. I was just, you know, trying to figure it out, you know, a couple years back, you know, just what what different venues and you know where to play, you know, where to connect with the hip hop scene a hip hop community within Tallahassee. And, um, you know, it's a lot of opportunity out there. So 
So I, you know, I was just trying, I was just staying in my lane, man. I, that's always been my thing. Just stay in my lane and, and the opportunity's gonna come. Um, just gotta trust that journey in, in that sense. So like once I figured out, all right, these are the certain spots. So then I just started kind of move at my own pace and beat at my own drum. And um, so yeah, I've done a lot of dope shows and you know, open open for you know Karis One, like Yin Yang Twins, um, shoot, um red, gold, and green, like so I can't even think like all the artists like right now at this moment, um, just, you know, coming through Tallahassee and like even, you know, putting on my own shows. So it, it's just dope to see that. And um, and it, it's a whole different scene because you got like the whole trap side of, of Tallahassee and everything. And, you know, with that, but I think like from the artistry side, that's what people, you know, could appreciate and take away more is like, you know, what's there. Um, so yeah, it, it was it was dope at the time, man. It was just it was just time for me. I felt like I I had you know maxed out during my time in Tallahassee. So you know I, that was the reason to like relocate. You know, so I'm in I'm in Tampa now. Um, you know, just you know trying to um you know make it make it shake. Yeah, yeah, bro. You know, uh, I mean, I don't get in people's stuff, but honestly, bro, I can honestly say, yeah, you you. Did, you didn't, boy. You just shook Tallahassee for all this work, dog. Cause I just, <laughs> I just see. I, I'm trying to get that way, dog. I, I, yeah, I, yeah. That's, that's I keep you in mind when I think of when is it time for me to say, okay, B, that's now it's time maybe to get out of get out of town. Is I look at my, me, bro. You, I, I feel like, dog, bro, over here at uh, what was you at Tallulah? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah that was on, like, oh, yeah, bro, absolutely, yeah. everywhere bumping, bumping elbows yeah. with the folks, man. Yeah, man. That's yeah. Got um. So I got a, a commercial with Jeremy Matlow. You know he, you know he running for um hey. city commissioner and everything. So I got to tell you a story about that smoke screen podcast. Y'all stay tuned about Jeremy <laughs> Matlow, man. I tell you a story about that dog. How the the yeah. interaction we had together it was just it's crazy when I tell you the story, bro. Matter of fact, I'm gonna tell yeah. it real quick, dog. I was when I yeah, seen yeah. the episode Sunday. Yeah. The docket. I had hit Jeremy Matlow up like a couple months ago, bro. And I had because I know you'd be busy. He didn't he didn't get to it, right? Yeah. I sent you that episode, dog. I'm sitting there talking to my wife. She like, uh, we got we got somebody at the dough. I said, oh snap, on the ring, on the camera. I'm like, oh snap. So I go to the dough. It's Jeremy Matlow, bro. He walking <laughs> dog. I'm Word, like, just like that. Just I'm like, bro. Hey, law of attraction, bro. Bro, I can't believe this, though. I just sent yeah. the episode. I know I seen yeah. the commercials with you in them. I just seen the, the uh, <laughs> I just sent you the episode, and here he go knocking at my door. So he'll be on yeah. the episode uh, in the next week or two. Oh, yeah. dope. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Matt Lowe, man. He, he a real good dude, and I've done a couple of things um, with him campaign-wise. You know, shout out to Ryan Ray um, as well. Uh, his campaign manager, uh, really dope guy as well. So, um, but yeah, bro, it's just taking advantage of them opportunities like that. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm grateful, you know, for, for those experiences. And, you know, even like back in 2017, when I had the, the article in the Democrat, and I'm, I might not have felt I was like necessarily ready for, you know, what they was projecting me to be like, you know, the next Grammy award winner from Tallahassee, like T-Pain. Um, so I like, man, those some big shoes to fill, but it's just preparing me for the moment. So, you know, like I, I can look back and, and appreciate that down the road. Like, all right. Yeah. Like it was built. It was just building me up to what I see myself now. It's like, 
it's like the cub looking at at the lion in the mirror. And so, you know, he see himself as a lion in the mirror, but you know, he's still a cub. So it just got you gotta build, you just gotta build into that. And it and it can happen. It's just it's just part of the grind. Yeah, bro, like um that talent, we we got that the we always trying to find them shoes to fill from T Pain, man. We always yeah. trying to find them shoes to fill, dog, uh and that, that's kind of big being compared up to him. Uh, yeah, up, man. What, what were your early influences as far as music? Uh, I, I would say, you know, definitely like Jay-Z, um, you know, Eminem, you know, definitely Kanye. Uh, and then, like, as you know, as I, like, start to dive more into it, you know, you know Pac, Big, you know, of course, um, you know, I started listening to, like, more Lupe. Um, then, you know, Cole came along. But my first like rap influence, what really got me like rapping, was like when I heard Wiz, Wiz Khalifa, uh, Flight School, and then I heard heard Drake. Um, you know my brother Jaren, like he had hit me up, like we need to listen to this Drake. Like so far so gone. I was like, all right, and I kept pushing it off. I had finally heard. I was like, oh yo, like oh this shit is crazy, and um, so that was like um that stunt hard with him and Wayne. So I just remember kind of like listening to that, and that's like really inspired me at the point like then like just with life and everything I was like damn bro like you know, I always like was into poetry and everything so I was like yo I can um I need to just start writing like my thoughts and sharing my story because ain't nothing different than what these niggas doing and um so it was just like all right just with that so then you know then, then Nip came along so like that really just changed like my whole outlook on on just life in general, bro, not even, just the music and um so yeah, bro, it's just and I I take not take it from from all like different music genres. Like it ain't just hip hop for me. Like I listen to you know pop, you know, alternative country music just from like the storytelling. And I, I think that's important to me because it uh it blends in the artistry um for myself. Just you know hearing different things and you know just taking blending in from a lot of my favorites. And then, um, and then just making it, making it to my own sound, and that takes time too, you know. Just finding your own sound and your and your trust within that, because I mean, you're gonna sound like your influences when you first start. I can go back and and cringe at you know some of the stuff I put out, um, like early Dat Piff days, and like it would be cringy to me hearing it now. But like, all right, but you you can hear you can hear the talent, you hear the bars up in there, but it's like, all right, you know, it's time to find find my own sound and everything so that that takes time too and um it's just you no know, mastering the crap putting the hours in my cat up here <laughs> she's trying to make a little appearance hey you know man, you, you follow you follow aaron on twitter who that you follow the dude i think his name like aaron Ka- caraba or something like oh, that. oh yeah 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 for sure yeah he <laughs> <I> was <laughs> see, i see that he had a tweet talk because some dude said you got cats you can't talk football with me <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, I can talk. I can talk football, man. My cat's cool. This this yeah. Nori right here, Kobe over here, sleep. <laughs> cats yeah. cool, man. Cats keep you peaceful. Yeah, bro. They, you man. know, they real low maintenance. You know, they just be chilling for the most part. And um, you no, know, I like dogs. I like you know, I like pets and general like animals, bro. I, I love animals, but it's just like you know, dogs. You know, you got that. Just take a lot of time out of my day personally i gotta go out walk and do all this but like the cats you know they just they just be chilling like you know kobe right here too and just watching 
got this game on, just chilling. <laughs> like cat, it's like cats know you got stuff to do. Dogs think yeah. they the main thing yeah. on, your, on your time on your docket for the day. Yeah, bro, and they could care less about about you at a lot of time. They just they be in their own little world chilling. <laughs> yeah, busy, I'm busy, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. <laughs> Just bring back Facts. the food. That's all we need. Facts. Yo, keep the little box clean. Keep them fed. Little snacks here and there. Little toys. They they good. <laughs> they be chilling. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you ever give your cat cat milk? Hell yeah. They go crazy over it. <laughs> bro, they start spinning around, flipping, doing all kind of junk, bro. You got you got cats? Nah, my grandma got a cat uh at the house. Oh, yeah. And so oh, when, yeah. I, when I go down to Gainesville, I always like the uh, the the I get a bag of cat food just to take it to my grandma's house just to make sure it's yeah. she got it stocked up. Then I always forget to get catnip because I want to see what her name Rosie. I want to see what Rosie do off some cat milk. It's like know. weed for him. I was they about to go, say I don't know they if she go crazy. Drug. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they go crazy over it. She old country cat. I don't know if she done had that drug. I don't want out the strong out on catnip, man. <laughs> nah, they they be chilling. They just they just give them like a you know a little natural high or whatever. Yeah, dog. But uh, you said it's yeah. uh, you said it's uh, you you like to write down your notes and stuff uh, and and your thoughts. Is it easy to write it? Uh, I know it may be easy to write it, but is it hard to read it back, read it back out, and read it to you in your raps? You know, because those are things that you go you went through or you're going through at the time. And sometimes does that kind of hold you back from uh, releasing music or you just say, nah, bump it, dog. This is what I'm feeling right now. Let me put this out. Put this down and put it out. Yeah, it, it just depends. Like, some things I feel like be right there in the moment. I know when I, um, like, even, so, like, I wrote, when I wrote Small Town, Small Town is a, is a new song, but that was from a story from, like, five years before that. That was, like, 26, that was, like, 2016, 2017. So it to me, it's like the inspiration. You never know where it's gonna come from or where you're gonna share a certain story, um, a, a part of of the experience. I think it just all, it just all depends. Like what's up there, how you feeling at the moment. Some things, some songs I wrote like right there with those the exact thoughts, like time, living, present. Like boom, this is how I feel. This is the song. This is exactly how I feel. And there's other songs where those memories and certain things you hear something and it brings, it takes me back to a moment um, along, along the journey. So it, it, it all, it's always different. It differentiates for me, I feel, because you just never know where that inspiration is going to draw from. Um, it could be childhood. It could be, you know, middle, middle school, high school, you know, college crush, um, you know, or just like what you're dealing with in life or, you know, just part of the grind, the story, just something, it, it it just all it all depends, bro. For me, like you you write your own stuff, and you don't have no no team writing for you. You your own person, one man. Show. Oh hell, <laughs> yeah, hell no, no. No, I pride myself in that too. I mean, I mm-hmm. I think there's nothing wrong like you know grabbing you know inspiration. Say you you in the studio setting and like you know a song come on, I'm like oh yeah, this you know the hook can go like this or something like that. But for me, you know that's definitely um. Know a part of being an MC for me, and you know being respected to that level as a lyricist is being able to write your own songs, write your own music. So I I ain't never looked at it, at it like that. You know, looking for help 
for like the producer sent me something over with a with a rough for like a hook that they had in mind and the hook is cool or something like that. And I'm like, all right, yeah, we can work with this. I mean, I, I think that's totally different than and just flat flat out writing a verse. No, I don't, I don't look at it like that. I I wouldn't respect that for me, you know, because I, how I pride myself and you know and what I want to do, who I want to be remembered as as an artist. Yeah, bro, I can respect that, dog. Because my episodes that I write on small screen, I, I those are all things that I've been through or going through right now, and I make them into episodes. So like, yeah. I can respect that artist and every. Every artist that I done brought on the episode, been then I didn't. That's I bring them on because I got respect. Is I can see, right. I can see that them walking. It's a lot of people can talk it, bro. But when you when you walking it too, yeah. And then you ain't. I can't do nothing. You you can't do nothing but get respect off that, bro. And I can see from your tweets, dog. Like um, I'm gonna tell you, bro. Just keep with them tweets, dog. Just keep them, keep them going. I I really love them tweets every day, bro. Every uh, day. thank you, bro. On yeah, the, I appreciate it, bro. No problem, dog. All the time, man. On the inspirational yeah. stuff, dog. And um, yeah, talked about Nip, man. You got the all money in flag, uh, flag up there, dog. Like uh, yeah. Where is Nip, dog? Like into the to the rap game. Still, I was just thinking, bro. Still today, dog. Like he prominent today, just as he was three, four years ago. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. If not more, um. And it just like the impact he had on on me just as an artist, as a person, as a man, you know, just the life lessons he taught, you know, the grind. And I was I was going through a really tough time in like 2012. And that's when I first heard the marathon. And uh, you know, I was out in Fort Worth with my brother and like, you know, just trying to, you know, figure life out, you know, where I was going. You know, I'm on food stamps. Like it was just hard. I wasn't putting out no music because I'm like, man, I done put out a couple of mixtapes and um you know, ain't where Jay Z, where like where Lil Wayne, where where you know where they at? You know, like I'm like this is hot. Like they they need to hear this. <laughs> so, um, it, it was tough for me because at that point I came to the realization of just how many people have you know aspirations to make it in music, and how many how many guys you got that's really out here like that's that want to be rappers or who rapping. And I just looking at the numbers, like damn, like you know they astronomical numbers. It's millions of, you know, people out here that want to rap. And um, so that was tough for me. And then, you know, when I heard the marathon, it, I mean, like, you know, people say something changed their life, but it, it literally, like, changed my life just with my viewpoint. And, you know, it's, I was like, you know, when I get back to this, you know, I ain't going to stop. I'm just going to keep going. And um, so, yeah, man. Um, yeah, man, it, it still hurt me. But, like, you know, I think about Nip, like, every day almost. And it's just – um just from either like a song or just, you know, some I come across or, uh, or whatnot. So that's, it's important to me. Like that's, that's what keep his legacy going. That's what keep him, that's what keep him here. Like in the spiritual realm is like, you know, people like myself who, who honored that and you know what he left, like he left such a great impact and um, just for the grind and you know how to, how to really get it, you know, ownership, being independent. So, you know, that's just something that I look up to. Um, you know, daily, just, just as, as I keep continuing this journey, like, and I was, I was blessed to meet him in 2012 at South by Southwest. Um, he had a show with DJ Ski. So it was like at this small venue and that's before Nip like really, really was popping, but he was on his, he was transcending. So like, it was a small venue, bro. It might've been like maybe 40 people up in there. So I'm like, kind of like dead center. I went up too close. 
But I was just like right there, like in the middle. I'm like, damn, like about to see Nip, like right here. But like he was having mic issues, and so he kind of cut his his um he cut his show short that night. But I got to dap him up afterwards. I kind of regret that now, like that I ain't get no pick with him. I saw like two other dudes that was like grabbing a pick, but like you know I chopped it up with him for a second, gave him my CD. Um, I had Fight Night Volume One out at that time, so I gave it to him, and he he slid his pocket. Like, I'm gonna check this out when I get back to the hotel. I was like, word. So then, um, so yeah, man, that at that moment, and like you could just like, you know, tell like something was different about bro. Like even then, before he no, before like Crenshaw, before Mailbox Money, before Victory Lap and all that, like you could feel, you could feel like, oh, this about to be something big. And I knew right then, just you know, when I heard like bigger than life, I mm-hmm. mean, I was like, I used to I used to play that shit like like all the all the time. Like I played the marathon so much. Um so even just going back now, like, so we could talk a whole podcast about, like, the influence that, like, Nip had on me. I mean, when I was at Full Sail, I wrote a, um, I wrote a paper on Nip, and that was, like, you know, 2014 or whatever or something like that. And, like, he still wasn't, he still wasn't Nipsey Hustle to the world. It was just, it was only a select few that, that knew and respected, respected it then. So, like, that's why it's so important to me. Because I'm looking at it like the world know who Nip Nip is now, but it's like like I've been to who who the nigga was and what he was gonna be. It just it's just unfortunate, you know, his time was cut short. But he left plenty of gems and he left the he left the blueprint on how to make it out. So you know, it's it's on me to to honor that the best way I can in, in my own life. Well, somebody they they can really make some money just putting all his lyrics into chapters in a book. And- <laughs> Selling it, just selling it, dog. Cause really, it is is it it is the blueprint, bro. You can go to any album and sit there and think, all right, how can? But it it comes to the person's mind that listening to it, can they apply it to themselves and flip it to their situation to how to get right. how to get up out of it, dog. But I my thing yeah. I love about Nip, dog. I done talked about it with a couple of people on that on podcast. Uh, but one thing that I love about him is that is that a hundred dollar CD idea. Yeah. And the betting on himself, bro, that's just what that's just what I remember about him the most, bro. Is that a hundred dollar CD? Yeah. And Jay-Z, like, hold on, that's a smart idea. He betting, <laughs> betting on himself like that. Yeah, that's you know, you got a thought, you know, Nip was looking at it like, you know, I got a thousand real fans that's gonna that's gonna rock with this, then I'm good. And you know, he made it on that. So, you know, he got that idea from a book called Contagious with the um the Philly cheesesteak. And um, so he was he was looking at, you know, they got this $100 cheesesteak. So everybody was coming up there. They calling the dude crazy for trying to eat, you know, put that much money on a cheesesteak. But then you know, Oprah went up there and you know, all these celebrities started hitting it. So once once that happened, then it was over with. It's like, all right, you know, this got to really be good. It's going to catch on. So, you know, when he dropped Crenshaw, I played You See Us. I played that shit on repeat. Like, <laughs> it was funny because I didn't even know at the time that, like when Nip did his his release party for Crenshaw, he was doing the same thing. So it's like I had no no idea. Like we was playing the same song just over and over. Cause that was his favorite track. That's probably like my favorite one on Crenshaw. Definitely like one of my favorite Nip tracks. Um, so you know that that's funny as stuff. But yeah, bro, you gotta you gotta bet on yourself. And um, you know he's he's left he's left plenty of gems just for you know any anybody day to day like that's what it was for me because i'm not game banging i'm not out here selling drugs 
you know, I'm working, I'm working a day job. I'm, I'm grinding on the weekend. Like he made music for, for that person too, mm-hmm. for the one that's trying to build a business up. The one got they, they podcast to the self-employed, you know, the one, the one that's struggling, you know, trying to figure out what's going to be the next step in their life. Like that's, that's who he's making the music for. And I, I feel like my music relate to that too, because I'm sharing the story of the common person. It ain't, it's not coming from, from drugs and violence. It's not coming from trapping. It's just, um, you know, it's, it's just being me, being my authentic self and, and sharing my story that way. So, you know, he, he definitely had an influence on that and he still do to this day for sure. Yeah, yeah, bro. I was talking to uh my homie T. You know Thomas, man. I'm talking to Thomas. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out T. Hart. Yeah, shout out to Snapback T. Man, y'all shot with his Amway stuff, man, and holding hands his wife stuff. Uh, but uh, bro, I was I was talking. Yeah. We was talking about like uh, we noticed how like he was talking about. I haven't listened to Wiz's new album yet, but he was talking yeah. about how rap like it, it's a little different than how he used to do it. How he used to rap. Yeah. And um, I was talking like uh, you know, Post Malone, how his music's kind of changed, but it's going back to what he originally kind of did, the type of music he originally did. But like, uh, yeah. how important is is that to you to keep just keep the same, keep the same way, dog? This is my style. I ain't gonna flip over to no other stuff. I'm just gonna keep it yeah. how I'm doing, dog. Because man, you keep it original, bro. Like you. You shout out places that you that you was born, you lived at Old McCourt, dog. I was like, hold on, dog. <laughs> I didn't see this name somewhere. Old McCourt. I Googled it. I was like, oh, it's the road, dog. That's that's yeah. where I came around the town. But you stay true to yourself, yeah. bro. How important is that to you, dog? It's very important, bro. And thank you, um, thank you for that. Like that, that's what it is because it's me sharing my story, and you know, and that's how people can relate. Because it's like, all right, you know, this is story. I'm not, I'm not portraying it to be something other than what it is. Because eventually, all oh, that's gonna get exposed. Mm-hmm. And you like, because you, you know, I, I see it. You know, I see it all the time. You know, there's somebody, you know, trying to portray a lifestyle or talk about stuff that they ain't really go through. And it's just like, eventually, that's gonna run and play out. Um, so it, you know, it's important to me to just share my story from Tallahassee and you know things that that I've been through and just life that I experienced. And, you know, drawing inspiration from that, you know, and, you know, Wiz had, like, you know, people say, like, they missed the old Kanye. Like, you know, I miss, like, the old Wiz, in a sense, because of what flight school, you know, no cushion orange juice, burn out the rolling, you know, uh, star power. Like, those, that was the Wiz. How fly, like, that's the Wiz right there with, like, just the straight bars and, like, and lyrics and just, you know, the impact he had on me at that time was, you know, it was bigger than Nips is now because that's what got it going. I was, I was looking up the Wiz like that, like, yo, like, so when I went and saw him, he came to Pop Bellies um, a few times on, on tour. And, like, that was, like, the Big Sean era, too, with Finally Famous. So, like, I still listen to that that era of music. I still... <laughs> oh, bro, we talk about, we talk about the... Like every every time every like five years we talk about where music is right now, but yeah. dog, I just thinking about the lyricism that was then and that that time, bro. I forgot I'd be forgetting about Big Sean sometimes, bro. This bro, amazing, that bro, yeah, um, yeah, Big Sean, like you know, Big Sean mixtape, you know, Finally Famous, um, like Finally Famous three, like all like those mixtapes was crazy because like. Cause Big Sean was like really on there, like rapping his ass off, and um and like that's 
that's where the inspiration like still come from. I can go back on that because it put me back in what originally got me going. So it's like, all right. So I look at it like now, like I'm I'm closing the gap, even though it may feel like it was so long ago, but it's like I had to get I had to get to this moment. I had to see that to get to this moment. I couldn't rush it and speed it up any any other way. Like you gotta just go through this life thing. Uh, and that's what I think that's what a lot of artists too, they they get it confused, they get conflicted with that because you know they're trying to expedite the process and speed it up, but you can't speed up life in that sense, bro. Like it's it ain't no telling when what's gonna pop and, and how, but you gotta just keep going through life to experience, you know, everything that you're doing to get what you get to get where you're trying to go. Damn, bro, you can't rush concrete, dog. You can't you can't rush nah. concrete. It make all this quick concrete. You still got to sit there and wait a little bit for it all to get solid, dog. Yeah, big facts. Your foundation straight with it, man. But um, if you want to talk about some of your projects, dog, dog, uh, in 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 Orleans, man, how what what was the the thought process with your your artwork, man, and the the thought process on that Orleans? Like, what made you say, okay, I need to have this this. this particular shot right here, dog. Olin should really make that the, the cover of their like menu, because uh, it's like the perfect, shot, perfect lighting. How, how, like, yeah. the thought process in your, in your, in your photos and your artwork, and in, in your thought process in the studios. What's that studio vibe like? Yeah, so with with extra breakfast, bro. I, I went to Olin's like before we uh, we shot that um that cover. Shout out to Sarah Cheatham, um, my photographer. You know, up in Tally. Um, so when I was there, I had the idea to shoot the cover there. And it was it just kind of came to me like like eggs. So like eggs in the dream world, you know, represents like fruition or you know, uh everything like that, like things coming in to fold how they should be. So it was like, you know, my dreams, I'm having my dreams for breakfast. Uh, so it's kind of like the the behind the title. Of extra breakfast, hey, <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's a deeper meaning than just eggs for breakfast. It's like you know, you have all that, so you have you know, the possibilities and you know things are starting to unfold for you as they should. So I was looking at it like that, and um, so I hit Sarah up about it. I'm like, yo, I want to come to Olin's. So the week before we shot the video, we came because Sarah ain't never been to Olin's. So we went there, ate, we had breakfast and everything, and we talked to Miss Olene and her son and ran the idea by him, and they loved it. They just represent Tallahassee and everything. So of course, you know, just trying to, you know, trying to do things right. And like, how can, how can I do something that's gonna leave an impact? Like, oh damn, like, like bro did that right right there. Like that's gonna be something. I just I wanted it to be something that I look back on in a, in a couple years and be like. I remember when, like, that that was the turning point for real, for real. And uh, I was just so excited for when that project dropped. Um, so, you know, we shot the album. We shot the album cover for that. And um, and Miss Olene's, like, she was, she was just so, like, honored and humbled, like, the, that somebody wanted to do that in her store, in her restaurant, you know, and just the That's significance the of what it, what it means. Yeah, yeah, that was the first time, so that the significance it meant to that, you know, you know, just to the community, like to FAMU, to the black community, to Tallahassee, that to everybody that's there that that's been to Olean's. Um, so I, I wanted to just I wanted to just fall in line with that. 
So, like, if you go into Olean's, like, you can still – you see our picture right up there, the picture I took with Miss Olean right there. And um, I, I came in, I got her some flowers, and I brought her the picture. Uh, I went and got it framed and everything. So, so when she saw that, she's like, oh, she's like, baby, I'm about to take this. I'm putting it right here. And she ain't, and she ain't left it. it. It's been there since. So, it's very dope, bro. Um, But it, it, so what was the second part of the question? My bad, bro. In, in the studios, what's the studio oh. like? Oh uh, yeah, like the studio. You know, I don't, I don't really come in there to like to mess around and play around just because of you know being on a budget, and you know I just can't, I don't have like the time to waste. So when I come into the studio, usually like I already have, I, I've already sent the beats off, and like you just kind of get right to it. Like I got the rhyme, so like mostly, most of my stuff is like in one take. So I'll, I'll do one take, and then I'm, I'll do a second one to like follow up but if it's something that's like really fresh or um like when I did the Mike and Keys series um a few months back a lot of that stuff was like fresh thoughts so it was just kind of like recording and then just trying to like you know build upon that while I'm there even though I like I was prepared for it but it's like all right I just want to let me hear how it sounds and I can change and alter how it is in that moment but yeah a lot of my stuff is is one take and um it's just you know to get in get out and um and then on, on to the next song, bro. That's that's one one taking it though. I'll be trying to one take episodes and I, have, <laughs> I don't like to do the cut and paste, so I try to yeah, I try to all right. If I messed up, we gotta start it all the way back over and start it yeah. back over, dog. Are you ever go are you you one take it, dog? You, you don't do that too much. Nah, nah, not too much. It's just like it just depends. But like I said, most most of the time it's just you know one take and I'll do another one just to compare. Hey, and then yeah. so sometimes it might be the first take, that one sound good. All right, I like the second one. So we'll just keep the second one. And then you know, I I'm not really big into ad libs and all that stuff. So um, you know, the vibe is like real chill, just it just depends. But you know, most of the time it's is like I try to get in, understand the assignment and, and get in and get out. Um, just for just for what I'm dealing with at this time, it ain't no no extraordinary, no crazy budget where I can be in there for ten hours and just like listening to beats and you know just taking my time with stuff. So you gotta you know really come in there, um, and, and get right to it. And you really gotta have a set of producers. So you have a set of producers offhand that you you always work with, go with, or you try to get some new people or try to get some new people uh to, to send you beats. How you get that? Yeah, it's um it depends. Like with with eggs for breakfast, um my, my homie Kenneth English, he out in California. Mm-hmm. He's he's done a, he's done stuff on like like my last three projects, Eggs for Breakfast, Oma Court, Local Rapper, um, like even 3807. Um, I think that was like the first track I did with him. And that was that was like four or five years ago, which is crazy. So like I, I stick with that. My my homie Dom, um, he's he's done a lot of big production for um, you know, for different artists. Um, Jendaya, you know, Tech Nine, um, Trader Truth, you know, Nip. Um, he produced Family Recipe on on a um, local rapper. Um, and I got some new stuff with him on the way that I've been working on. Uh, so so yeah, I I try to stick with that to you know just kind of keep that camaraderie, and I just like how the the beat sound. Um, and then like you know I did li- li- uh, Lethal Simplicity with Dose. Those Zackies, um, no, so that was just a, a big record for for FSU, um, on that side, you know, just like with Tag, it just didn't work out, 
But um, but yeah, I I try to you know listen to different sounds and just wherever I can really like find inspiration from. And then if I hear something I like, you know, most of the time I find something else, uh, you know, from a, a different producer. And do you have like a set number of songs that you try to get out of or EPs you try to get out in a year, or you go with whatever, whatever, whatever the time is? How how you feeling at the time? Yeah, it just depends. Um, just like right now, just like you know, transitioning and you know, just trying to figure things out. But it's just um, but yeah, it it just all depends. I think like I have I have a set goal in mind. Like with extra breakfast, I know I want to you know just do four tracks. Um, you know, with this project, you know, or you know what I'm working on now, it could just be all singles. And like that's the plan. Like you know, to get this get this single out and maybe just like release a few leading up to you know 2023, and then you know put out a whole project. So it just kind of just depends on how I'm feeling at that moment or you know what what i'm working on it's like all right you know i'm gonna do a whole project and i already i already got the title in my mind for the next whole project and just i'm just trying to figure out you know how i'm gonna release it and, and, and display it to the world yeah you, you um you find it hard like to just release the you find it better to, to just release the singles or you like to put it all together and release it at one time uh, that part I'm still figuring out, bro, because it's it's trial and error. Like, really, as as an indie artist, when you don't have, you know, you know, just like a crazy ass budget, and you don't have um like this massive team behind you, it's really just kind of grabbing advice from the people that I trust that's in my circle, or or whatnot, and just or just you know bumping my own head. I can be stubborn at time, and I try something and like, all right, that didn't work. Or this work, this work great. Okay, let me just let me just drop a video without any promo, or let me, or if I build up the promo, then that kind of take away from it because it just keeps looping. Like, and just as an indie artist, you want to you know capture and gravitate that moment right then and there because now you got people full attention. Now you 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 put out a you put out a leak or you put out a little snippet on Monday, and it's, you know people telling you it's going to drop on a Friday or when or whenever, by that point, you might have already lost them. But, the, you know, the time to do it was that Monday because that's when everybody's looking at it. And, uh, you know, it's just like little things like that. Um, you know, it's just how – it's like I said, it's just trial and error. I'm still learning. Like, I don't have everything figured out um, figured out yet. It's just it's just part of the, the process and the story, bro, just, you know, trying different things, seeing what works, seeing what don't work going back to the drawing board, you know, just like in sports or something, like, all right, that play worked right there. So, you know, we're going we gonna to highlight that one. I ain't going to run it again this quarter, but you might see it. You you might see it in the fourth quarter when we really need it. It's third, it's third and three, and I need a first down, so I'm going to run this play right here because I know it worked back in the first. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, 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 I'm third and seven right now. What, what's that? Yeah, play? bro. You, we got in the bag on third and seven. Oh, we got that one right yeah. now. Yeah, you need that. You need that play as you need that rollout, you know, skinny post or whatever. It's there. You know it's gonna be there because you you saw how it works. So you just setting it up. You just setting it up for for that part of the grind. Hey, like, all right, you know. You gotta be a scrambling quarterback though with it. You gotta be able to move that. Yeah. You gotta be like Jordan, <laughs> you gotta be like Jordan Travis out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Gotta be like JT for real, bro. He, man, he gonna need it. Well, <laughs> Uh, those of y'all listening, man, he took a sip after he said he gonna need it. 
Man, what the season yeah. gonna look like, man? Wrapping it up, what y'all season gonna look like, Florida State? Oh man, I, I really don't know. Um, I mean, I'm I'm excited to see. I just been kind of sitting back, you know, just you know, letting people, you know, get their takes off and everything. You know, the game's got to be played. Um, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's a great season, bro. I just think the schedule, the schedule is hard, harder than what people think. You know, right out the gate. Uh, you know, we should beat Dequanese, but, you know, LSU, like, five, six days afterwards. That's really what's going to tell. Um, so, I, I don't know, man. I, I think the ceiling is, like, seven and five, um, maybe eight games, you know, with a bowl. And then the floor could be anywhere from, like, five and seven to four and eight, which, I mean, won't be good for Norvell being in his third year. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, he got a better O-line. The defense going to be better a lot better than they were last year, just a lot of returning players. Uh, and, and you can see the fight. You can see the fight in the team in FSU. You can see it versus what you haven't seen, like, prior to that. Like, when, when Tag was there, you know, Jimbo last couple of years, there's a lot of times when the team just quit. They just didn't really have that fight. Uh, I never saw that. I never saw that team quit last year with Norville. So that that spoke volumes to me, even, even when we was 0-4. And didn't win a game yet, and um, just a, and all and fought back to almost you know make it bowl eligible. You know we lost to Florida, um, but yeah. So I, I think that having that mindset, getting rid of some of you know the the bad apples over there, uh, that that's helped. Um, so yeah, man, you know I, I really hope we do well. You know, obviously for my selfish um, cheering purposes, because <laughs> it's been a while, but we'll see, man. Um, We'll see in a couple of weeks, bro. August twenty seventh, it get cracking. Man, what what what's the initiative about the 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 numbers? Oh, that's with the white numbers, yeah, man. I was I was just frustrated, dog, because like, you know, we changed our uniforms after winning the national championship, and then the whole ignition tradition thing. Um, you know, I just didn't like the whole presentation of it. I love the new logo, I love the new spear, but the uniforms just was always trash to me. And I think it reflects on it reflects on how the program is doing overall because I mean, like Dion say, bro, you look good, feel good, you play good, and we just don't look good right now with the shoulder caps, and so we had the gold numbers from 2014 all, all the way up to 2019, and um, you know, so I, I started to gar- pack the garnet pants um, hashtag on Twitter, yeah. and um, with Jimbo, he won. He wasn't switching up the uniforms. And uh, I, I would go in on, on his call-in show. I would be on his call-in show. So I would call call in and, and ask Jimbo directly about the uniform. I put him on the spot. I'm like, bro, you're going to talk to me tonight, bro. I, I was calling in. Like, they, they like, no, Tariq, we can't have you on tonight. I'm like, man, why y'all ducking me on the uniforms? So um, so when Jimbo left, Odell packed the garden pants at Southern Miss. So that kind of started the whole thing. I was like, all right, you know. I didn't check that goal off, you know, just like in life, bro. You check one goal off, it's like, all right, now it's trying to go to another goal. I can do something bigger, bigger and better. So my thing at that point was like, all right, let's fix the uniforms, at least the numbers, because the gold number, we looking like Boston College and they just trash. And um, and that started a whole wave. And then I talked to Tag a few times on, like, when I'd be over there at camp. And he let me know, like, yeah, they working on it, going to make it happen. And then. And then boom, like it happened, and then like that, like that goaded, 
the situation right there is like, all right. <laughs> so it, it's real dope to see, bro, like to know that I had it had that impact on my favorite team and that, you know, my my voice um and my platform could even reach that to, you know, have a whole university go back and, you know, change their uniform and they still not done. So like once it fully happened, I, I feel like Thanos, you know, sitting watching the sunset. Like I don't I'd accomplished it, man. Bro, what if Mike Norvell called you one day, asked you for some plays? Five plays that you want to <laughs> run against your team, dog. That's <laughs> <gonna> be- <laughs> Yeah, that that'd be dope, man. Norvell's Norvell a cool dude, bro. I done met him a couple times, and like the pandemic kind of like messed everything up because I would always be over there, like just chilling. And um, you know, like when Tiger was there, like they was really cool. Um, so you know, I met Norvell a few times, and so you know, he he would say what up and everything. So it, it's it's dope to see, like you know, to be acknowledged like that, you know, by the by the football coach, um, just on on that personal level. Uh, it's just, you know, I, you know, I want to see him be successful just, you know, for the program and for his sake, you know, I know it means a lot to him, uh, you know, taking that job, you know, he want to be the guy to, you know, bring us back to prominence. But yeah, man, I got a few plays for him, bro. Cause shoot, you know, you know, NCAA football about to come back. I'm about to get that PS5. So, so I can be up in there. Cause I've, I've been waiting on that day for, for college football to come back. Well, now you talk about that, boy, you better, I got to try, I got to start looking for one now, dog. Cause, when, yeah, yeah. When it get closer and closer to that bit coming out, you ain't gonna oh, get one. Bro, they hard as hell to find. I got a PS4 right now because I mean, I I, I play um, video games a little bit, like MLB the Show, like FIFA. Um, I got 2K. I don't really like play 2K like that, but I, I really like MLB the Show just because just the graphics and the whole presentation. But yeah, bro, it's the PS5 is gonna be hard to find. But you know, we got a whole, we got about a, another year. We a year out, so. You gotta start, you know, stacking and putting that putting that bread to the side to get one. Cause that was the only reason I was gonna get a PS5. I'm like, I ain't getting one until they bring back college football. And like I gotta have that game. Yeah, I got I was playing uh I got 2014, the last one. Well, oh yeah. I was playing, I got 360, so I was playing it the other day. I played it. That bit like two hundred dollars on it's two hundred dollars on um on eBay or something. It's crazy to I get. Seen, like, I mean, I went to Games for Less. Shout out Games for Less. Yeah. I went over there and bought oh, it. Yeah, yeah. For like four, yeah. My wife got it for me for like for my birthday a couple years ago. Yeah, shout out Games for Less. Yeah, I sit down and play that bit all the time, man. Uh, yeah. I got to create that, create that player, different positions. I don't really, <laughs> I don't create no defensive position, though. I don't know why. I, I hate playing nah. on, on, on Nah, Instagram. bro. Go straight yeah, out. I, it was. QB running back or receiver, bro. That's it. That see yeah. wide receiver be hard. That that bit be too hard for me, dog. I yeah, got, bro. I got a wide receiver at LSU right now. Oh yeah, he nice. Yeah, he he decent. Bro. <laughs> I just I, I I just run straight go routes, bro. That's all. I make. It That's the hardest hard. one, bro. You got to just be QB or um or a running back. Yeah. I used to watch on on YouTube, bro. I used to watch this one dude like channel. He was he would have this DB. Like that was fun to me, bro. Like in my like random times of like not doing anything, I would sit there and watch people play video games on YouTube. It was just like just something. It was something cool to me to just you know just sit there and watch, like see people build this build their character up. So I'm doing the same thing on MLB the show right now. I got my guy on here. He 
he triple A right now. I'm trying to get him up to the raise, so hopefully they call me up soon. Dog, <laughs> <laughs> no, I was uh, I was. <laughs> I was looking on TikTok the other day, man, and I seen a dude like they be actually on TikTok, like you said, like like a real uh, like this my real like a real college person. I had he yeah. was talking it through the play like I oh I was a, I was a five star recruit, but I had a bad game this game, and he he was uh, just talking through his plays. I'm like, dang, I'm dog, tell- interesting, bro. It's it's really interesting, dog. Yeah, bro. I I'll tell you, I was invested. This was like twenty like. 2014 or so, but yeah, I was invested, bro. I was watching every episode. I was ready, like, oh, yo, I homie got to drop that episode. You know, it's the same thing. Is like, I couldn't play the game, so I was like, I might as well watch somebody else play it, um, because I ain't had no, I didn't have a PS3. Like, I had, I went from PS2 and then just for a long time, I got a PS4 like a couple years ago, um, for a birthday gift. So yeah, man, definitely know that feeling, bro. Yeah, bro, but uh. <laughs> What what shows do you have playing? You have any shows planned this fall? Uh, possibly, yeah. As they get closer to fall, um, like with with Tampa scene, it's so it's so spread out, but it's um, it's it's a nice, it's just a nice place for you know opportunity. But yeah, I'm I'm sure it's some shows. I don't have anything like specifically lined up right now for the fall. Um, but yeah, I, I know I know some things uh, eventually be in the works. Um, as it gets later on in the year and you know we put this new music out you know i know i know people have been waiting at least i would hope so yeah we, we waiting dog we waiting dog. <laughs> try to tackle that that usf scene you been that way uh yeah once bro it's it's so spread out here bro like it take it take 30 minutes to get anywhere so i had to get used to that because he's like you know tell as he's like all right it's only 10 minutes and it would like it would trip me out at first i'm like i ain't going there because it's 30 that's like 30 minutes away, 35 minutes away. Like, you just ain't used to driving like that. Now, I don't even think nothing about it. It's like, all right, you know, I'm going to Amelie Arena, or I got to go downtown. It's like 35 minutes. It's like, it is what it is. You put some music on, you put a podcast on, you know, talk on the phone, whatever. You just, that time just going to go by anyways. But um, it just all it just all depends, bro. So it's a big area, just like with St. Pete, too. I really love St. Pete. You know, just going across the bridge, you know, and seeing that it's that's more artistic to me. It, it feel I feel like more at home in St. Pete. Um, but it's it's a dope city, bro. Yeah. Both of them. I see they have like a they have an art district. Um, they have is it in Tampa? That's like an art district. Yeah, they got two. Yeah, you got you know you got Ebor downtown. Um, like Ebor did. I've been down there a few times. I went to saw Payne. Um, there in May when he was on tour and it was sold out at, at the Ritz and that was like that was hell of inspiring like just seeing like somebody from the same city as me you know drove on the same road you know my dad know his dad um and I met Payne in um in 2019 up in New York um you know just kind of planting that seed you know um so yeah that that was just really dope bro but yeah it's it's so many like you know graffiti artists and all kind of different, you no know, art and so much to do here. So, you know, I'm just eventually I'm gonna tap into it. Um tap into it all, you know, just you know, it just take a little minute you 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 adjust into a new area. Gotcha, bro. I got you. You can't you can't rush concrete. You can't rush concrete. <laughs> right, can't rush concrete. Can't Word rush concrete. message of the day. Can't rush it. Well, bro, I, I really appreciate you coming on, Tariq, dog. I've been telling y'all I was gonna get you on for a while, dog. 
And I yeah, got, yeah. Uh, just like them jump shots, you got to hit your follow through with it, dog. Facts, facts. Got to so follow through, bro. I Nothing but net, bro. Oh, yeah, appreciate you having me on, bro. This has been really dope, man. Big blessings to you. You know, more life, you know, to the to the podcast, man. Hey, appreciate it. Hey, bro, before you get off, dog, before I, I wrote it down, dog, you talked about dreams real quick. You like to look up, like, after you have a dream, you go look it up, Google it? Oh, yeah, sometimes I will, like, long as it ain't, like, nothing, like, that's just, like, weirded out. I don't just want to know, but, like, eventually I will. Like, with the eggs dream, like, yeah, I did at that point. I did, because I saw eggs in my dreams, and it was just, like, I looked it up, and I was like, all right, cool, like, and it just, it felt, I felt in sync with that. Like, it felt right um, with me. So that's where eggs for breakfast came from. So, you know, that's where you, like, you got turkey bacon, fruits of my labor. Um, you know, Jesus Passion named after the uh, after the Olean's drink on the Olean's punch. And this small town, of course. So, yeah, man, that, that whole, that whole thing right there was dedicated to that moment. Just based off that dream. Got you, bro. Well, what song you want to end it off with? One of your songs. Yeah, bro. We can end it with "Small Town." Um, you know, produced by Kenneth English. Shot the video with Smoke Dot Digital. Got my um, my stylist featured in there. Natali, uh, K. Denise. You know, shout out to her. Shout out Smoke Dot Digital. Um, everybody like that, man. Yeah, man. I I love that. Uh, what's that? Uh, that is it Cinderella. Who that? What's that? Believe if you could believe it or not, you know what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, yeah, with um with Sierra Alexandria. Yeah, that's a that's a name. What's the name of the song? Yeah, believe it or not. Yeah, yeah featuring Sierra song. Alexandria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I love that. Yeah, song, love yeah man. Yeah, Sierra's so dope, bro. Like, I love her her voice and you know just her as a person, bro. Like, she's one of the most dopest people I've ever met. But um, but yeah, like she's actually she has vocals on Small Town. So I had wrote Small Town. I had hit her up, and uh, we recorded that with um with my homie Mango Beats, and she came over. Um, she came over there and laid the vocals down, and it's just like it was just it turned out perfect, man. Like I couldn't ask for more. So like anytime she sing, like I'm a huge fan. But yeah, that that track was dope. I, we recorded Believe It or Not with Outlaw Beats. Um, so yeah, shout out to Outlaw. Um, but yeah, bro, that, that's one of my faves too, man. To this day. You know, as as we sit as we ended, dog, I'm thinking, small town, dog. Those of y'all appreciate y'all listening to Smoke Screen, but pay attention to small town because small town is is basically every brother's MySpace, Facebook. It's it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's every yeah, bro. Life, dog. It's every brother. Definitely, bro. Facts, bro. That was based definitely based on a true story, man. <laughs> like <laughs> for sure, man. Yeah, yeah, man. But uh, I appreciate y'all checking us out, dog, man. It's another great episode of Smoke Screen Podcast. Hey, Tariq, man, I appreciate you, dog, man. I appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you too, B. Always, man. Grew up in a small town in our own world. Had a this shawty wish I knew her But I only sit online on computer I'm talking so bad, won't text her, I'm a first Grew up in a small town, in our own world Had a thing for this shawty, wish I knew her But I only sit online on computer I'm talking so bad, caught this sick, now I'm off her Grew up in a small town
I used to stay off Wanish Way. Worked in the mall, the food court at Chick fil A. Even called out my name as you handed me my tray. I looked you in your eyes and still had nothing to say. The embarrassment was written all over faces. I about face and walked the other way. And to be quite honest, I can't shake it to the day. Add you to the long list of regrets in my life. Now to make matters worse, you a mother and a bride. Ask me if I'm okay. I just lie and say I'm fine. There's no, no. Queen is no you and I T Y pretty girls really like nice guys. They in the pizza nights and some cheap red wine. Them South Florida beaches, you can see sunrise. I'm chasing limelight, more rhymes, toy lines. If things don't work out next life, I won't think twice. Grew up in a small town, and I own her. Had a thing for this shawty, wish I knew her. But I only sit online on computer. I'm talking so bad, won't text her, I'm a cover. Grew up in a small town, and I own her. Shawty wish I knew her But I only sit online on computer I'm talking so bad, call this sick, now I'm over Had a thing for this shawty, she don't owe nobody Melanin, her mind, God bless her body Take you on long trips overseas to Saudi Passport, two copies, we can go do haji shopping sprees Abu Dhabi, thank you for the brighter days Pray our love will never fade Every ship gets rocky, it ain't always blue skies But the mid but dick cloudy, we can all use guidance from the one Who's guiding even through all the pain You wake up still smiling and you know what they say Pressure cook, make diamonds when I'm long gone away Know the world still be shining, gotta keep family straight So this dream, I'ma chase at the end of the day You can say, I ain't trying till the wheels fall off A DMV suspend license, we Bonnie and Clyde Now that's riding through the city Girl, you know we got mileage in a small town And I own work Had a thing for this shawty, wish I knew her But I only sit online on computer I'm talking so bad, won't text her, I'ma call first Grew up in a small town, and I own world Had a thing for this shawty, wish I knew her But I only sit online on computer I'm talking so bad, called in sick, now I'm off work